Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Ross Vincent, episode 60. We're now eligible for the pension and I think we could probably go into retirement after our last couple of episodes, to be fair. <laughs> oh, I thought I was on four. <laughs> yeah, you go out on a high, George Costanza style. Yeah, that's Okay, it. yes, a man who said Dave Warner modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Hello, Mick. Australia's number one Mitch Marsh fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, fellas. And we can all be heroes, at least for one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into that later, I imagine, guys. But, uh, no. <laughs> Magic Continue, dirt. Ross, please. Yeah. Oh, uh, nothing is better than spoken word lyrics. Today, we come to you from the twin Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a Big Lug production, brought to you by our Tier 1 sponsors for 2018. Metcard, Moving Melbourne, Rich Diablo, the Big W Poor Man's Yoho Diablo, the Gateway Drug, the Fire Twirling, Pyramid Bank, Snakeboard, Dislocating Kneecaps Since 1991, and Channel 31. Don't forget our Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns, and we've got a new slogan this week, Podcasting, the most fun you can have with headphones. Hey, I heard um, that the WACA grounds might be jumping on board now. Sponsorship, yes, yes, they are too. Brought to you by the WACA ground, yes, yes, sun in your eyes since 1974. (laughs) Is that that next to Gloucester Park where they used to have um trots? I don't know, but I know the Wacker Ground slogan is giving Pommies melanoma since 1901 or something. I think it is. Ah, very good. I think that's like a quick deck and it's very bouncy. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that before. Oh, I was unaware of that. And don't forget that our Patreon Kickstarter campaigns are now accepting Bitcoin and all major cryptocurrencies. Now, Alex, I had a quick question for you off the top of the yes. bat about local cricket. Yep. Now, I just I heard some whispers about um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, you can either confirm or deny. Is it true that yesterday one of the umpires accepted Dogecoin instead of his $10 note for payment? Yeah, it was one of the younger type umpires that, you know, those real young nuffies. How do you transfer it to them? Uh, You go to a weird ATM in South Melbourne after the game's played, and then you you put your card in, and then it transfers it to... Transfer it to their cloud wallet. Yeah, yeah. Their e-wallet, or meat wallet, whichever one they have. Cumulus wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Alto-cumulus wallet. (laughs) I'm running an alto-cumulus system, it's great. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, good gag. Yeah, good gag there yeah, too, Ross. Yeah, 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 nice work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my best. That's why I did it off the top, because I thought it'd be so good. Yeah. <laughs> we start with some national team talk, and the mother of all ODI series is is happening at the moment. It's been a bit shit, let's be honest. Oh, I don't know. I've been fully invested in this one-day series. Oh, that's I true. I watched 10 overs. I reckon I've got test match fatigue, worse than the players. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be much worse than the Australian team, Oh, though. fuck this shit. Mm. Oh. It's not good. Uh, so Australia lost the first three ODIs basically by not batting properly. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, the word around the traps, Ross, is they batted like uh, uh, you should bat in an ODI when we played the World Cup in Australia. Oh, I said how you should bat in ODIs now. They had capitulated like yes. a bunch of bitches. Well, batted too slow and protected their wicket too much in the middle overs, I heard. No, it's yes. good to add. I, no, I, I read. I read. Ross made a good point during the uh, pre-show around um, plans and 
England look like they have one. Yeah. And yes. Australia just look planless yeah. or without yes. plan. Rudderless. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yes, Alex, I read similar things to you. And it seems like the top three don't know who's attacking and who's staying sort of thing. And um, yeah. Yeah. saw that with Warner and, and Finch both sort of going at, you know, a fair clip, but not really going the blitz at them, at yeah. the bowling. So then, yeah, it was putting pressure on the middle order and they're just meandering through those overs 15 to 35 or 15 to 40. Whereas England have a real... You look at their, their top three are all dashes, they're real goers, and they're mm. just told to go for it. Hales is a... You know, yeah, he's really slog, an opener. Slogger, yeah. slogger, slogger opener, but he's batting at three. And then Roots, there, he's, once he comes in, he's meant to bat till the last ball of the innings. Yeah, and then the other blokes so underneath you, him... So you reckon, Ross, that... Uh, England is sort of willing to lose maybe one or two matches out of ten. Yes. Um, batting in that style, like they can capitulate yes. like the, what was it, the fourth ODI? Yeah, yeah. No, five, eight. five eight. Yeah. They're willing yeah. to risk that happening yeah. in order to win the other eight or nine out yes. of ten with yep. just and putting on such a large score. Yeah, and I'd say their yeah. best, and this is from the last tour over here, some of their best one-day batsmen were um, uh, Morgan and Butler. Mm. Yeah. In terms of being able to manipulate the field and then also hit boundaries, and they're yeah. down at five and six, yeah. So yeah. they're sort of planning on them getting plenty of time in the middle, even though they're down at five and six, because the top three are just meant to go for it. Yeah, and they're the, the consolidator, yeah. and then five and six, yeah, yeah, five and six are there to be adaptable. They can either go but or stay. Yeah. They're sort of bringing back your um, early nineties Sri Lanka style batting, Ross. Where yes, they just went really yes, a little the bit. top and yes. just said, oh, well, the middle order will get the job done if we fail. Yeah, score 80. Yes, because they had, yeah. you know, like... Happy days for the rest. Their, their best batsman was Aravinda de Silva at four, and he'd just yeah. bat yeah, the whole game, yeah, once he was in. Mm. It was interesting. And Australia don't seem to have that. They didn't know... Go, Roscoe. Go for it, Alex. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, it's interesting, even, like, us talking amongst ourselves... Before the series started, like, you know, uh, don't put Chris Lidd in, like, quick fire 30s don't really get your wins in ODI, sort of runnable 70s do, and the sort of England have put that on a, you know... A hit it off the head, would you say? Yeah, hit it, that's it, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, so that's what I mean. essentially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, that's not how it's played anymore. You know, a quick fire 30 from your yeah. top three, yeah. you've got 90 in spit, and one guy who makes a 70-odd, which is rude. They've only got one guy in their team that bats mm. the time. Yeah, but I think the... The major difference between those guys for England and Lynn is that those guys for England are fit and fucking play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't have the class. Like, shoulders. Lynn is being picked purely on he has the potential to do that and at no point has proven he can do it. He hasn't done it in the Matador. All he does is walk out in the BBL and hit a few in the grandstand at the Gabba and everyone comes in their pants. Like, <laughs> I agree. he's got so, no... Can I add one thing? Yeah. Spoosh. The uh, English... Players actually look like humans, not yeah. like really doesn't yeah. look like a human at all. But yeah, like he's he's just seen as this like the great white hope, and there's yes. no reason apart from him bombing a few sixes in the BBL to believe that he's anything more than just a slogger with a good eye. But yeah. I'm with I'm fast bat speed though. Yeah. Does he have big levers or medium <laughs> levers? No, <it's laughs> yeah, medium levers. He keeps having broken levers. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting because I thought his position would be somewhere like four or five, so I didn't see how a quick fire thirty would be of any use. Mm. But if he's going to bat three and be this new type of number three, who's just really an opener who goes for it, well then maybe yeah. there is a spot for him. 
Mm. Yeah, that's I, true. I find it interesting, though, that um, the last World Cup in England was 1999, and it was played in May, June, which this one is going to be too. And the ball, white juke ball, seemed around everywhere. So mm. I don't know if there's a case of... Uh, I haven't followed England's ODI form in England enough to know how their st- structure has worked. Yeah. yeah, whether they actually bowl like a swing or a seam bowler that bowls sort of military mediums or they just... Mm. in Fleming style, 99 World Cup or whatever yeah. it was. Yep. So Lee. I... Um, yeah, I've said before I haven't been watching anything, but that was a lie, so I have <laughs> um, My, I think the biggest flaw in the entire Australian setup right now is Stephen fucking Smith as captain. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know how to set a field. He does not know how to set a one-day field. He, there's blokes on the boundary that don't need to be. There's blokes in just... It's just... It's fucking atrocious to watch. He shouldn't even be in the side, let alone be captain of the side. Because case for that. He, what's, he made? what's his highest score in this series? Like 40? Mm. Like, everyone yeah. talks about, like, okay, test level, yeah, he's the greatest player in, at the moment and everyone wants to say he's the Bradman and rah-rah. That's fine. He's been doing it for three years. Good on him. Um, but he's, he's a horrible fucking captain. He's a horrible test captain. He sets fucking shit fields in that too. I, yeah. um, I like when Michael talks about Steve Smith. <laughs> It's probably my favourite part. Even when it's not on the podcast. <laughs> Last night I was sitting at the club rooms after a game of cricket. And I'd had one too many. And I got nuts started on Steve Smith. Oh, yeah. He had almost an hour on him. He did it. And all the young kids down the club, the young kid down the club, uh, was just sort of a bit bewildered, a bit white-eyed. Now, do you reckon it was? it's a lot of sort of the coaches setting field for Steve Smith? Well, if they do, they should be sacked as well. There is a team, I think maybe they've got at over 20 this field. You know, something along those lines, like it's really structured about where they're going to do their field and there's no sort of ingenuity... or some yeah. situation in his captaincy coming well, in. Well, case in point is that Adelaide game, Australia Day, when they're five for eight, but then they, they bring on two part-time juniors yeah. to try and get through some overs. Why yeah. not just keep trying to blast them out? And yeah. then even if you don't get the wickets with your frontline players, yeah. they're still only going to make 200 anyway yeah. because yeah. they're five for eight. Yeah, exactly. So you might as well just try and knock them over for 30. Yeah. And They've got to really game. consolidate for like yeah. 10 overs. That's right. And if yeah. you don't get the wickets, just go, all right, well, head, you'll bowl 10 for... Yeah. 50 and they're going to make 200 anyway. Uh, that game is a perfect example. It comes across as that Steve Smith and Darren Lehman sit down and they put a document together, much like our captain coach does well, now. Like the and they and it basically says over 0 to 10, rah rah and rah rah bowl. This over to this over, he bowls and he bowls. Yeah. And he does it straight away from it. And that Australia Day, that's a perfect example. Because you know what? You sh- Pat Cummins should have bowled all fucking 10. Yeah, you should have just blasted yeah. them out. And if it didn't work, like you said, you've got yeah. Stoinis there, you've got this guy, you've got yeah. that guy. How fuck like Cam White throw a few leggies they down for three overs? Have it doesn't matter. Yeah, in their side, it's not yeah. like they have their five bowls and that's it. Yeah. They've and got my, like three all rounders or something. Mm. And my point is, at five for eight, you're only going to make two hundred at yes. best, right? Yeah. So. If that doesn't work, like your bowl coming through and he doesn't get another wicket, you just go, oh, yeah. stiff shit. Like everyone, like, everyone's going, oh, how great Chris Wokes was, 74. That was fantastic. Steve Smith gave him 74. He gave it to him. He goes, here yeah. you go, Chris Wokes. Belt these jippers around. I'm going to take, I'm going to take our two strike bowls off. Go Coco Bananas and hit these blokes everywhere and get as many runs as you Yeah, know. at the very least, he's no pressure while he's starting yeah. to bat. Right. He's none because you don't have a yeah. guy bowl 145, 300 or whatever. 
this, I don't want to alarm you guys, yeah. but this almost sounded informative. <laughs> it almost sounded like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> but we brought in our own experience and none of our listeners are yeah, that's where right. we no, get it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. That outweighs the informative <laughs> part, I think. <laughs> so it's uh, interesting that you say that with the the formula because Australia uh, in the late 90s worked out South Africa's formula which was Sean Pike could bowl the first six overs then he bowled two at the 34th and the 36th and then he'd come back and bowl the 48th and the 50th mm. so they knew exactly what was going to happen and the South Africans never deviated from that too rigid mm. too rigid yeah. you've got to have some flexibility in what you do Exactly. You don't want to be too rigid all the time. No. But being you want to be, has its, uh, you want to be like uh, that sort of um, yeah, truck license you get. You want to be a semi-rigid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or half-mast, if you will. Yeah. Or um, a light rigid, yeah. <laughs> as flaccid, I often am. Flaccid sometimes. <laughs> uh, you saw that with England when they Joe Root bowled up at the Gabba and got two wickets. Yeah. That was just mixing things around, I think. England... Seem to have a thing where they don't bowl the bowler more than three overs at a time. It's probably so just a bit more creativity, Ross, isn't yeah, it? Like if yeah. something's not working, they're happy to throw the ball around and see if they can buy one here and there. And, yeah. and our, no. our our friend from England, Christopher, said that uh, Bayless uh, was brought in specifically to improve their white ball game. So it seems like he's done that. Yeah, Trevor Bayless. Yep. And they got. I think I like their structure now. England. They got Owen Morgan as their captain in. T20s and ODIs, I think that that makes more sense. I think having just a T20 captain doesn't work. Yeah. You need some continuity. And then the, the difference, it's red ball, white ball. So you have a test captain. And it feels like Australia, like we, we played okay in the Ashes, but it feels like they've only just set themselves to play the Ashes and nothing else. Like we didn't yeah. set ourselves really to play in Bangladesh. We didn't set ourselves to play those ODIs in India. Um, in September or here it's just those five tests we're going to get the absolute maximum and it's so strange because the test team and the one day team is so different so you would think Mm. that you would have separate planning for both of those and the guys who are actually playing ODI cricket would be hungry to win but they're just fucking disgraceful yeah so So, I don't know if someone like say Aaron Finch is the answer maybe you know the ODI captain and um well, he's a, captain. he's a very good BBL captain, Aaron Finch. Yeah. Like, he's actually a really, really good T20 captain. Except when he bowls himself. Yeah, but, but yeah. it nearly worked that game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I reckon bring back uh, George Bailey. Bring back the governor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Give him a couple of years, mate. Showing his, uh, show his behind to the bowler. You won't get a game playing T20s for Australia. <laughs> oh, he might. Oh, just because I love him. He's not so bad. Um, interesting... Shall we talk about Glenn Maxwell, or shall we not speak his name? No, I'm happy to talk about it. Let's get nuts onto him. Yeah. He's playing today. Yeah. yeah. He got fucking carded. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he's not a bowler. He doesn't bowl for Victoria anymore. He's batting six in the one-day team. Oh, he should be batting three. Well, that's well that's, the Stoinkloff batted three. Oh, Stoinkloff yeah. batted three. Well, that's all right. When we were watching before we started recording, he had a massive six into the second tier. metres yeah. or something. I'm not Huge. sure... So we talked um, sort of in our chat group about can you have Mitch Marsh and Stoin in the one team? I'm not sure that the Stoin's bowling is quite up to it, to be honest. Well, that was the other thing, like, back to, like, harping on about Steve Smith and all this stuff. He, he like, the last... I watched a little bit of our bowling in... Uh, I missed the Fife rate and watched the rest. That's how good I'm going. Yeah. But um, he looked cooked 
and they just kept bowling him. Like he didn't look fit. Like he was, he was bowling like one twenty fives and stuff. I was listening. Who were we talking about? Steiners. Oh, Steiners. In the fourth ODI, and they, and the commentators, everyone was going. He doesn't look right. Something doesn't look right. And they just kept fucking bowling. Him. Yeah, I was getting. Um, I'm a celebrity update. Sorry, Gibb. Oh really? Yeah. Who's on? Josh Gibson. Josh. Oh. Gibson. <laughs> Listen to Ross. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Will he enjoy the jungle? It's gonna be the worst show on TV. Anyway. Um, yes, interesting. Uh, I think the the bison today was bowling one forty five clicks. Alex, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because he's back in our hometown and he really wants mm. to give to our fans, um, <laughs> your fans, something your to fans. talk about. Yeah. I, well, his shoulder surgery must have been bloody good then, because no, he came back a couple of weeks after bowling tests. He, yeah, and not as fast as he's bowled tonight, obviously. Now it's a theory about oh, the bison. Oh. No, yes, no, 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 that's all right. I was going to say. Like. It's the pair of the LED light display, mate. Oh, <laughs> oh, it is. Just gets the bison fired the up and just finish the Popeye. Just gets to see going. A, a stream of purple wrap yeah. around the ground at high that's speed it. and count down to zero <laughs> before the game starts. Like <laughs> um, uh, cocaine to Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> really It'll kill him in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, it's really good. Um, uh, can we confirm or non-confirm there was daytime fireworks at the uh, office stadium? No, I think that's just called smoke, mate. It's smoke and loud noises. <laughs> smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually... Alex, um, interesting, I listened to about half an hour of the match on radio today. Oh, Jesus, and... your life's going good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, kicking goals on both feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's almost as good as listening to a podcast about cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was ABC Radio, and they said they'd had a few listener inquiries about why the national anthems weren't played before the start of play at the yeah. ODI at Perth Stadium. And as as I know and have always said, it's only played before the first game. Mm, of this series, it wasn't. Also, oh, oh, it wasn't. They forgot to bring the CD over from the Wacker. <laughs> <laughs> but what was confusing, apparently, was that in Adelaide they sang the national anthems because it was Australia Day. Oh, of course, bit so of they did it twice. So they did it twice in that one particular yeah. series. But I would say that's so they sung. So they sung "God Save the Queen" because it was Australia Day. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Do I don't know if they did. I assume. Though? I assume they did both anthems, not just the Australian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'll be awkward. I just. I thought you'd enjoy that little little bit of information. Oh, yeah. Did they play the real Australian anthem, "Great Southern Land"? <laughs> yes, <laughs> straight afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, those um, those memories come from my Facebook the other day when we were in Adelaide, and all I remember is before we leave in the caravan, putting the "Great Southern Land" song on, and then they just go, <laughs> "Right, let's go, boys!" <laughs> the caravan. Great Southern Land. <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> go on in 60 seconds, yep. <laughs> and I believe tomorrow night it's the Australian Cricket Night of Nights. Is it really? Gee, yeah. That's come around quick. It has oh. come around quick, hasn't it? It's the first T20 International tomorrow night. <laughs> it's the Allen Border Medal. The Allen Border Medal. Um, I've booked us a table of 20. Oh, okay. It cost oh, me 15 grand, so... Uh... So what are we doing with the other 16 tickets? Yeah. <laughs> you get a media pass discount? Yeah, I was going to uh, say... Would you believe no? <laughs> right, to pay full price. We're next to the Dunny and the Cutlery Exchange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is it true that we have to? Um, we're not allowed to wear our trucker hats to this event. <laughs> no, true? I don't think so. no um, I'm not coming then. We, yeah. I think we have to wear tuxedo t-shirts. I think. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, I mean, blue, the truth. Blue carpet. Yeah. I, I seem to recall <laughs> that the last time this was held. Like, because it used to be on Channel 9, then it was on Foxtel. I think last time it was held, it wasn't broadcast at all. And yeah. was held in some small sort of backside room of a big function centre that had like oh, really? eight tables. Yeah. At the oh, so it wasn't at the Palladium? No, no, I think it was in some Stop it. some Sydney venue. Yeah, they it should wasn't stop it, Leo. Yeah. A Sydney venue? That's un Australian. Yeah, it should well, be at the Crown Palladium. I think we should take that advice. Maybe we should stop the Iron Border Medal. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should well, boycott it. I'm beginning to think I got ripped off with my $15,000 yeah. 20-cent table. So who's winning? Steve Smith? Oh, I'd of say course. so. Of course. Yeah. All right, yeah. Or Nathan Lyon. Oh, yeah, uh, Nate. Nate Lyon. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, doesn't play one day. It's no good move on. Uh, Steve Smith doesn't play one day as well, so Nate Lyon's still in it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I'm saying Aaron Finch. I reckon he's T20 and... One day on it, just overrule everything else. Is that like the club champion when the twos player just scores like 3,000 runs and takes 60 wickets and the club champion? Everyone goes, how'd that happen? What about um, Cameron White's return to Australian Colours? Yeah, I love it. Uneventful is one way to describe it. (laughs) Probably a reason he hasn't been picked for a while. He's omitted today. He didn't play in the first one or two, was he? Did he get omitted today? No, he didn't play today. Not playing. Did he play for the Renegades sense. last night, didn't he? What's that? Did he play for the Renegades last night? No, he didn't play for them. Oh, I thought, I thought on the commentary, I thought I heard him say it was Stoinis, then Smith, then White, then Maxwell. So I just uh, I heard it wrong. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see him running around out there. No, nah, I probably heard it wrong. Mm-hmm. Might have been Matty White from um, Carlton filling in. Yeah, it probably was, actually. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Because, yeah. The football player would fill in for yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice one. What's next, Ross? Yeah, yeah no, no worries. That was a good one. And we've got coming up um, uh, some T20 internationals. Is something that you're passionate about, David? Oh, yeah, love them. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The, the hot spot of the cricket calendar, the old T20 international. Now, I see it's a little tri-series going on. We play England yeah. twice, New Zealand once, and that's it. No, then the, the, in Australia, then we head over to New Zealand. and Yeah. yeah oh, we, wow. Oh, it's trans, awesome. trans Tasman Trans Tasman Tri Series. Extravaganza. Are England coming yeah. with us to New Zealand? What's that? Uh, England coming to New Zealand with yeah, us. Yeah, England are going to New Zealand. That's how they start their NZ tour. Yeah. yeah. I think, Ross, that um, Australia and New Zealand have worked out a trade embargo to uh, all. Wait a minute, I just realised something. It's going to be six T20 internationals. And a final. Yeah, seven. Unheard of. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> but Australia only playing four of them. That's plus potentially the, the final. Um, right, well, when is the World T20? Oh, oh it's geez. years away. 2020. Well, why are they doing this now? Like, you would have thought a tri series would be good leading up to a oh, World T20. because we owe people something, I'd imagine. Yeah. No, this has replaced the Chapel Hadley series. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. So that's good news. Um, uh, there's some curious fixturing going on. I, I won't go too much into it, but no, um, please do. Okay. <laughs> you still got to talk, though. <laughs> yeah, you can't just read it to yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Big yeah, Tanty. Oh, no, I don't want to go to South Africa yeah. either, Leon. No one likes T20 in the Nationals, Leon. It's all right. Yeah. I don't want a Tri-Series. <laughs> <laughs> Escorted out of the room, I think, Phil. I think you saw that um, uh, Chris Lynn got picked. He's like, no, 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 no. I think he was like, he was inspecting the pitch in uh, South Africa. <laughs> he just went, up, no, 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 no. Gee, there's going to be some uh, editing work done on this. <laughs> We've never done editing work before. We'll never do it. So the T20 squad, was any... Ben Dorsch just got in it. Yeah. Anyone yeah. else interesting? I can't hear you, mate. Sorry. What was it? Uh, ben, ben Dorsch just got in. Was yeah. anyone else interesting? Uh, Billy P. Hart Stanley. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, got he started buying him 50k. He's a big, he? massive tree. He's got less to bowl for, right? Yeah. That's true. He has to bowl 10, then he P. Hart's out of it. Luckily, they didn't cut his toe off. He wouldn't be able to bowl at all. That would have been better. Imagine him watching him fall down as soon as he sends <laughs> his big front leg down. <laughs> big toe's gone. I'm over. Top line. <laughs> like a cut tree. Darcy Short obviously got picked, which is fair yes, enough. he did. Yeah, is Kerry keeping So Payne's not in it? Yeah, Kerry's in it, yeah. yeah. It's a, a bit of the... Uh, like last year when they picked the... Uh, it's essentially... When there was a crossover series yeah. or whatever, they picked the all Yeah, what are you going to say? The All-Stars. Oh, so it's essentially best the big bash with Dave Warner. Yeah, yeah. his captain, yeah. 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 It's another thing, like, why the fuck's he kept? He hasn't played a single BBL fucking game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he did, he, he cut his teeth in, in uh, T20. Yeah, but the other thing I don't get, yeah, that's fair enough. But the other thing I don't get about that <laughs> 10 part. 10 years ago or whatever. The other thing I don't get about that is, so every other test player, or every other player that's played tests and one day is having a gap before South Africa. He's playing six extra games. Yeah. And then he's going to go meet him there. Yeah. Why? Like, he's in. The worst form out of nearly all the bats. Not that's not fair actually, because they're all like there's Steve Smith and everyone else is equal worse together. <laughs> but he's um, but he's not in good form. Yeah. So I, why I, on earth would you make him play even more cricket? Like get him in the nets and just fucking work with him. Yeah, now I think Warner has this opinion that he doesn't he doesn't like to do too much practice. So I reckon before the Bangladesh uh, tour, okay. he got there real late, later than everyone yeah. else. Might have been someone a kid being born or something, yeah. like, or family issue or something. And he said at that time. I don't really feel like I need to have any sort of practice or warm-up to just have a couple of hits. In oh, the okay. He sounds like me. And how'd he go in the Bangladesh anniversary? He was shit. Yeah. So I was like, like, yeah, there's, there's a few statistics that might disagree with yeah, that theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think he's probably thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. oh, I have a few hits in the T20s. I'm all right. You know, you know what it is? If he, goes out, if he goes and plays these six games, throws his bat at every single pill and makes nothing, everyone goes, oh, it's T20s, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. all it does is paper over cracks. Yeah, true. But he does have he's the, the previous two when he scored I think a test uh, test time in India. Yeah. South Africa is the only international or out of Australia joint that he scores runs in. So. Yeah, yeah that's So true. I guess he'd probably be pretty confident going over there without any practice. And I suppose on the other side of that coin too is like he hasn't played in the BBL, but he did have a very good IPL from memory. That's true. That's so true. and he does captain his IPL team as well, I think. Yeah, he might. So that's probably enough filler. Mm. Uh, we move on now to local cricket with Mick. Oh, he could be stepping up to the plate. Ooh, that's here. it. Ooh. Someone's got to do yeah, it. Alrighty. Local <laughs> cricket. <laughs> so uh, we start off with Hampton openers Daniel Forbes and Jack Murphy, yeah. who launched a Darcy short level display of big hitting at Bosch James Reserve. Bosch James? That's, that's, that's a good name. In the Cricket Southern Bayside Championships division. That's a great southern that's a, that's yeah. a, also a great competition. Yeah. 
So uh, Forbes made 159 and Murphy 104 as they took to the Chelsea's hapless bowling attack to the cleaners in a 224-run opening partnership. Opening? Yep, that helped set up the Hampton Seahorses. And I didn't make that up. That's their actual day, the Hampton Seahorses. With a massive five for 350 off 40 overs. So the uh, so the partnership was three runs short of Hampton's all time opening record, which is two hundred and twenty seven. That didn't break their record. No, they didn't Jeez. break. They didn't break the club record. Oh, yeah. After they sort of had a huddle after the they clapped the batting yeah. off and stuff, did they put their hands in and go one two three seahorses? No, because seahorses were batting. Yeah, after they batted, they clapped. Oh, okay. No, nah, I don't think that's the way it works, man. Yeah, one, two, three. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> they do it real bubbly. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, that, that was good. Um, so now we check out the Brisbane, uh, Brisbane, the Gisborne and District Cricket Association, where Marcus Stewart etched himself into the Woodends history books last Saturday, oh. smashing the previous club record with a magnificent double century against East Sunbury. I've always had it, Sunbury. Especially East Sunbury. People live in East Sunbury. That's the worst part of Sunbury. So, uh, so big Marcus Stewart hammered 272 from 214 oh. balls in the C-grade fixture. Ah, oh, C-grade. Yeah, fixture. surpassing the previous wood-end record set by John Shaw in the 1970s of Ooh. 216. The right-hander was only 25 runs shy of the Gisborne and District Cricket Association's highest score ever, awesome. which was Jason Goodall's uh, 297 in 0 when he was caught at long on. So he oh. was caught at long oh, on. Oh, rubbish stroke play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the big fella was only playing C grade because he was only available for one week oh, of a two-week yes. game. Yes, I love it. Do we know what he had the next day? Was it Caulfield Cup? Was it the race? Um, Serpent yeah. Festival, I think. Yeah. Oh, Rainbow, Rainbow Serpent. Serpent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loves the pigs. <laughs> so Stuart Bell did 200 of his runs in boundaries, hitting 35 <laughs> fours and 10 sixes. Jeez. So we're still in the Gisborne District uh, Cricket Association where we check in with former West Indian international Danza Hyatt. That's a name. Who showcased his talents with a crunching 176 in his first innings for the Gisborne Cricket Club last weekend. GCC. The 34-year-old who played nine one-day and five T20 internationals uh, clubbed 18 fours and seven sixes in his century, which came off 156 balls. Diggers rest Bullard must have sent that something was coming in Hyatt's first five scoring shots all went to the fence. Oh, that would be a debut tuck. Yeah, so Hyatt made 170 he made 176 of Gisborne's 284. Oh, what's that percentage? Uh over half. Yep. So is this grounds or something? Or I don't know. League, yeah. Then oh, yeah. he was caught and bowled to go out. Oh, oh I reckon it would have been a bloody shot. It would have been sharp out. Yeah. So there we head to the uh, Baxter Cricket Club and we Baxter. talk about uh, Wayne Landry who um, is playing his 600th game or played his 600th Jesus. game last week. So uh, the 71-year-old... Mm-hmm. Fucking give up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> mate, if I play the 71, I'll play way over 600 games. Yeah. I reckon he's a bit of a piece. So, ga- so he announced that his 600th <laughs> game would be his last. Oh, good call. Bringing down time. the curtain on a career that began in 1965. Jesus Christ. <laughs> is he, um, I don't know if you know this, but is he a one-club player? I don't know. Oh, I assume so. And just like um, all old blokes who are me, 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 like the Don, he made a golden duck in his last game. <laughs> Probably made a golden duck in his last 100 games. <laughs> 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 
But uh, for those wondering at home, Baxter did go on to win the game. I imagine there's a 15-year-old kid who's been fuming for this entire season. Get <laughs> Not getting a game. This guy's gone real Robert Harvey style. Just played on 14 seasons too mm-hmm. long, kept yeah. kids out of a team. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty, so now I have a question for you. Yes. Did you know that Steve Spoljarek hadn't made a century for Springvale South? I hadn't heard that. No. I thought he had. My well, he hadn't. Most, he hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> My information is wrong. But the former rider medalist, for those playing at home, is the Vic Premier Cricket Brownlow. Yep. Uh, set that right with a blistering knock in the Dandenong District Cricket Association T20 competition. Uh-huh. Spoljarek in his first season with the Bloods after crossing from Cranbourne blasted 108 of 44 balls Jeez. in their quarterfinal against Stingley. There, there were 10 sixes and 8 fours. So, uh, 10 sixes and 8 fours or more sixes and fours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, 10's more than 8. Mm. Yep, good. And what's the Dingley mascot? Uh, the Dingbats. Dingos. Oh, dingbats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Springvale South piled on three for 232. Oh. Yeah. Dingley replied oh. with seven for 186. So Spoljarek's a bit of a jet. Obviously he played um, Premier Cricket. He used to play for Hawthorne Monash. Uh-huh. And he joined uh, the Dandenong District Cricket Association 2010-2011. Since then he's won five uh, league BNFs. And he's hit nine centuries for Parkfield and six for Cranbourne. And then this was his... Uh, so this would have given it's him his around. 11th. Okay. Yeah, a bit of the old... Yeah. Uh, style. Yeah. yeah, so he's moved around a bit. So, yeah, he's, um, he's, got some pretty, he's got some pretty good uh, figures. I'm just going to quickly run through them. So. So, so this is each season. Mm-hmm. At it. I haven't got the clubs, I've just got that. So, so first year, he crossed over seven for 757 runs at 94.6. Oh, the next year, he had 490 at 49. Terrible. Then he had 704 at 88, 672 at 67.2, 711 at 79, 578 at 57.8, and then 681 at 85.1. In that time, he's also taken 194 wickets. What? Yeah. I imagine he would have been putting the old two fingers together in the pay me some money symbol. And second, lastly... In a bit of a where are they now style segment, we check in with the show favourite Jade Herrick. Oh, oh the old half folly, half truck, half ever. Yeah, so Jade, that is the Jade Herrick of Melbourne Renegades 12th man fame. Right. <laughs> I didn't think he existed. I thought it was just a marketing thing. Well, I thought it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle calf tattoo fame. He's been playing for the Somerville Eagles in the Mornington Peninsula Cricket Association. But it hasn't been all smooth sailing for Ross's favourite inked up seamer. The Eagles skipper and former Victorian fast bowler, that must be a typer, Jade Herrick has finally found shoes that give him grip on synthetic pitches. Oh, oh nice And one. says he's ready to hit his straps in the last four, game of the fourth ga- four games of the season and try and get the sixth place Somerville into finals. Mm-hmm. It's all come down to footwear, to be honest, Herrick said. Oh, it's been a pretty frustrating year for me I haven't been able to find a set of shoes That gets me any grip on the synthetic oh. Which has limited my pace 
and and actually from slipping, I tweaked a groin abductor. <laughs> He sounds like a former fast bowler, or not yeah. fast bowler, but opening bowler. <laughs> play with. And I had a pretty quiet four week period there, but now I'm back bowling pretty good pace. Ah, uh, so his run ups not costing him nah. So good luck to Jade now, he's got shoes. Can I just say something on that? Yeah. No. I played a lot of uh, first grade cricket wearing just Dunlop Follies. Yeah. I don't remember having too many slipping issues. I yeah. know Jade might run in a bit quicker than yeah. me. Uh, a bit quicker, yeah. yeah. I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes I you know, power out of the turns, running for a three, mate, and no slippage. Oh, well, you see, you're calling a liar. I am calling him a liar. I'm fucking definitely calling him a liar. I don't know what a groin abductor is either. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Yeah. But that's what it said. That was a direct quote off the, uh, yeah, no, off, I, the I, off the leader website. Hey, I don't believe he didn't say it. Mm. Yeah. I don't Alrighty. believe anything else happened in Michael Cricket. And lastly, Was we there? do have one more to talk about. So, no, we won't. We'll talk about <laughs> it. So, um, did you do something good, Paul? <laughs> so, yesterday in the North Metro Cricket Association Kelly Shield competition, aka Spewgrace, yeah. <laughs> the uh, West Ivano Roosters took on uh, Donath, the who are uh, the Panthers. And play out of JC Don's reserve number six. Oval six, I think. <laughs> Don't get Real, it yeah. that's the best oval. Mm. oval Not six. a tree in sight. So, uh, so West Ivano <laughs> vice captain Alex Mann won the toss and elected <laughs> to have a bat, as yeah. we always bat, because that's what the game plan says. Exactly. So we batted first. I, I called tails, Ross. Right, yeah. And in true and, fun, and fun. in true West Ivano fashion, we uh, stunk it up. To be fair, <laughs> so we were all we were rolled for seventy four. I don't know. I faced two good balls. Okay, sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, so we were rolled for seventy four. One good ball. But as the great as the great cricketing um, yes, people do it, say, do it. We had them, and they had to get them. <laughs> and you actually said, and I actually said that at half time. Piss myself. So, uh, enter our big bearded leg spinner and member of the podcast, Alex, who opened the bowling and proceeded to bowl 19 overs. Uh, yeah, something like that. I bowled from the... Um, 18.3. Bell end. From the bell end? Yeah. It was a steeple. The other end, there was a steeple, <laughs> and inside the steeple, there was a large bell, and it was the Tom Moody end. But, um, <laughs> so, Alex, <laughs> we proceeded, then we proceeded, so Alex bowled, we proceeded to roll them... For 71, giving us a victory of three runs. In that bowling display, Alex bowled 18, 18.3 overs, seven maidens. I believe it was seven. Yeah, seven maidens. Eight for 21 to uh, lead us to victory. Well bowled, Prue. Well bowled, Bath. Now, let's move on. What's next, Ross? Mm. So for those interested in playing at home, they are the group, they are the best bowling figures at our club. So Alex now holds that record. I um, also top scored with twenty three. Ah, that's right. I saw actually. Mm. I, didn't want, <laughs> actually I, didn't want, I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm going to have to. Sorry to cut you off, Ross. I was sitting in the rooms last night having an beverage with yeah. my uh, great mate off the podcast, Alex. He was sitting next to me, and I managed to spy a little text message that got sent around. Yep, I top scored with the bat, and also <laughs> took eight for twenty-one. <laughs> I was reporting back home, just letting the uh, the down. Well, what what was the reply to that I message? Said that to my good lady fiance Jess, yeah. and she replied back, "Is twenty-three your PB?" <laughs> <laughs> Would be far off. But I said no. <laughs> uh. 
Uh, uh, when you uh, informed when you informed me about what you'd done, Gin, you did a bit of third person work. You had something like Gin cleaned up. Don't worry. Or something like that. <laughs> I've been all over the place. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. All righty, so that's, uh, that's me done with local cricket, Ross. Uh, thank you, Mick. Very good. I've got a little bit of local cricket to share with you. I wanted to ask Hello. Mick, how hard is it to fill in my cricket website? Oh, it's very easy, actually. Yeah. If you're not 65 years old and a fucking idiot. What you usually do is you go into a quiet room <laughs> and um, you just jump on the computer and pop all the scores in. Yeah. You just key in with the numpad if, you, if you're yeah. good with the yep. numpad. Yep. Yeah, if you've worked maybe in reception before, yep. you're pretty good at keying in the numbers in. 65, that's pretty... Bang, done. Yeah, yeah. Not that hard. No, not that hard at all. What do you ask, Ross? Uh, well, I'm just wondering... Um, is it possible to enter more than 11 players? Because some of the teams in the Bendigo District Cricket Association Country Week seem to be entering teams of 16 players, which led yeah. to and actually, issues. That's one thing. Yeah, it actually is possible to do that, which is a flaw in the bloody system. Because okay. what happens is if you add blokes to a team and don't take out the old ones, it leaves everyone in there. Oh. Yeah. So it just says, did not bat, did not bat. Hello. Hey, mate. Hey, buddy. So that's why oh. I've got in the habit of... Taking the entire side out and then yeah. putting it back in in batting so, order. So yeah. do you reckon if you left 16 in there, do you reckon that would be my cricket fault or maybe the user error fault? Probably user error. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the problem I think, from my cricket's point of view, they have to leave it open for when you have those, like, Premier Cricket have designated batsmen, designated yep. bowler in lower grades, like some juniors, <clears throat> junior comps have 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, and, true. So I think that's the reason it's left that way. So, so it does make it really hard if you're a fucking idiot to to not to not screw it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe if you haven't completed your full VCE challenge, yeah. probably yeah. You might fuck, fuck with some idiots too, by the way. Sorry, there's some fucking idiots. Yeah, there are some. Oh, yeah. Just in general around the world. Yeah, yeah I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. There are some. I start a life podcast and just just <laughs> start a life podcast. <laughs> just about life. So oh, the um. The Bendigo District uh, Cricket Association Country Week have decided because my cricket is so hard to use that they have to, next year they're going to have to go back to paper <laughs> team sheets. Oh, it's the oh. test match style. Yeah. Oh. Are you aware brain. that they had team sheets in test matches, Alex? <laughs> Apparently they had, the captains have to hand them over, right? Yep. Before the, they do the toss, yep. the captains literally hand team sheets to each other. Yes. Yeah, it's called tradition. Do they wait for the other captain to sign it so it's legitimate? Or? Yeah, it's yes. called tradition, Alex. It's called stupid. Oh, that's Don't you, very they've nice. Got 17 te- oh, <laughs> they've got 17 team managers and 400 bloody support staff. They can't do it in the back room with the bloody um, match, match referee there. No, it's or? just tradition. No, because what are you going to hold in your hand when you talk to Martin Nicholas? Oh, yeah, true. You can't hold your dick, it's TV, mate. You're going to put your hands in your blazer pockets or something? Or? <laughs> you can't hold his dick, it's TV. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I mean. Oh, God, I love you, Mick. That blew my mind, anyway. That, that you can't hold your dick, but it's TV, mate. I know, well, I don't, I don't care if it's TV. It's not, it's not funny. Um, what's it called? Yeah, good. Prime time. <laughs> so I was thinking that... It, we probably should talk to talk about Country Week a bit more if people, our international listeners, don't understand what it is. I, I don't even understand what it is, really, but I reckon Nazi got a fair... Oh, it's essentially un- rep cricket, but it's based in out in the country. So instead of yeah. being like 
So in Melbourne, they have what they call hatch cricket, where they basically break Melbourne up into zones. Yeah, okay. And they have sides. So it's not... So it's not North Metro rep cricket separate. So they have the Dowling Shield. Or yeah. Country Week's basically is the closest thing to that. So they basically just... So Swan Hill has its own team. Oh, okay. So if there's two leagues in Swan Hill, for example... No, no, no. So it's league-based. League oh, league-based. Okay. So, so Swan Hill District has a team. team. Then, yeah. say, like, Mildura would have a team. Yeah. Bendigo would have a team. If there's a second Bendigo, they'd probably have a team. Yeah, it's So okay, it's just okay. basically... So it's rep cricket, essentially. But the way it's held, but is it's done in a carnival system... And they basically go to Bendigo for a week and play cricket. Yeah, okay. And they'll play, like, what, three or four they games? They play four yeah. games. They play Monday to Thursday. Yeah. There's groups of um, six, I think it is. You play four games. You don't get to play every team. And then there's a final on the Friday. Uh-huh. You finish bottom, you get relegated to the division below. And if you win, you go up a division. So there's three divisions of six in Bendigo Country okay. Week. So do you reckon there's, there's some, a lot of people... Some teams have called Colts, which I think is young players... Uh, okay. yeah, the same comp, would be like, like there'll be a senior sort of Bendigo. So, do you reckon a lot of uh, forklift drivers up in Swan Hill were taking their leave loading to yeah, that's bang it, mate. four yeah. or five days? Annual leaves, then go play cricket against yeah. a bunch of yeah. other blokes on annual leaves. Yeah, and probably lose outright every single game and then just drive back home. There used to be a touch of, for like a bad term, prestige in it, but yeah. now it's just. I reckon it's a new generation. Yeah. I, I think it's it's, it's once they really like it'll it's it's dying a slow death and they'll give up on it it'll be gone eventually. Yeah, yeah. it's not kind of like rep footy, uh, but yeah, like, but even rep cricket like they play like, they try to play a game on a Sunday that no one cares about. Yeah, like, yeah, and, like we were talking yeah. to one of our young kids who played rep um, in our club that mm. they they had a game that the other team forfeited. Yeah. I was like, you're forfeited oh, wet cricket. You couldn't yeah. get 11 kids out of an entire competition yeah. to play one game in their school holidays. Yeah. You know, it's juniors, but yeah. yeah. Rep cricket's also a joke because the same kid who's never kept before in his life was the keeper of that rep team. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. He did keep like, one game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's just our comps. Maybe if we play like rep district or something. You know, real yeah. grassroots stuff. Yeah. No, not hearts. Like real grassroots. Yeah. Like I'm here. Premier right. cricket, district cricket. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's essentially what Hatch is. It's the proper kids playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Not the kids that we play with. The proper kids. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I hope none of the kids we play with listen to this. Yeah. If you do listen to this, get fucking better. Yeah. How do we do that? Just be better. Just be better. Yeah. Best coaching. Hey, Ross, what do you got next, mate? What do you got next, mate? Uh, yes, well, we've got BBLs continuing, and um, oh, Jade Herrick made me think of that, because it was Jade Herrick and the Half Follies, and I've got another one for you. Mick Neeser and the um, Waist High Fullies. I <laughs> 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 had a couple in the last over to Brad Hodge the other day and got carded. He started the comp really strong and then just fell apart mm-hmm. on Mick Neeser. Yeah. And uh, Mick Neeser made me think of the Andrew Johns medal, because he won it last year. Mm. Did he really? Yes. Yeah, he's that bad. Boxy. Yeah, he's, he's horrible last year. So, so um, we, we, we got we some go nominations on. for the Andrew Johns Medal for worst player in the BBL. Oh yes, please. So we've got uh, Ben Dunk. Yeah. Oh, oh, Loku mate was leading run scorer the last two seasons in the BBL. Turned out Jeez. ninety runs. Far out. Yep. In ten innings, two more innings. Yeah. The fall from grace is quick in BBL, I reckon. Yeah. Ooh, it's it's a precipice. Yeah, you get to that point <laughs> and you just <laughs> fall off. On the edge, teetering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Any other nominations that spring to mind? Uh, I've got Scott Boland. Oh, oh yes, he's bloody ordinary. Yeah. He stunk it up. Pretty much all the Stars team. Yeah. Yes, I had the Melbourne Stars. as a, yeah. I had Trent Woodhill too, the list manager at the Melbourne Stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah, I really got into yeah. him. Yeah. I've dropped Bolo from the Big Love 11. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think that up in that fashion, you're not yeah. even... Yeah. The Big Duke wouldn't be too far away. Oh, yeah, no, he was captain of the Big Love 11 this year because yeah, he was captain of the start for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a very weird decision to yeah. make him captain. Yep. Um, we've also got um, James Muirhead. Yeah, did he play a game? Yeah, one. Okay. Is that because Shane Ward pushed for him to play? Or? Probably. Yeah. He's just shit. Yeah, yes. it, 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 it's yes, going it okay is. for St Kilda second eleven. <laughs> Good roster. Not too bad. <laughs> and um, I think that's all the nominations we have. So, do we have a, a consensus on the Andrew Johns medalist? It's got to be Dunk. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, Dunk or Woodhill. I'm yeah. going to abstain from voting because I've watched probably no BBL. I think Dunk also because he got like a fucking 25-year contract yeah, or something. Yeah, no, <laughs> And he's like the third year into it and he's cactus. I'm changing my vote. Well, Fuck this him, is Dunk. his first year at the Melbourne Stars and I read somewhere that they said they believed it was a two-year deal but Punter and Gilly reckon... He's got four uh, to go. It was four what? or... <laughs> Gilly reckoned it was a four-year deal and Punter... No, Gilly reckoned it was five. Five Punter reckoned it was four. Ben Dunk, how old is he? He'd be 29. Well, good luck to him. He's 30. Yeah, for the Stars, he's won the Andrew Johns medal. Mm. He's yeah, going so to play until he's fucking. In a tight field where he age. beat off his own teammates convincingly, Ben Dunk <laughs> has won the Andrew Johns medal. <laughs> Mate, I'm, cha- I'm changing. I'm, you know how I was going to stay. That fucking list manager, he's. <laughs> ben Dunk on a five year deal. <laughs> well, it's not. I read an article. It's either two, four, or five, or something else. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's not three, but it's either two, four, or five. If it or was something two, else. okay, you understand. The guys lead run score yeah. five. Give him two years. Five. Yeah. It, there shouldn't be a five year deal in the BBL ever. Well, <laughs> what's his name got a five year deal? Ajinair. No, Chris <laughs> 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 Ah, love Okay, so he wins the Andrew Johns medal. We look now at the the uh, worst player from overseas, the uh, the Jade Dernbach medal. And it, it's good to see that this award... Sorry, David, I'll keep going. This award is going back to its roots, which is a bad fast bowlers. Yes. Because there were a plethora of them this year. I and I have say. no idea why they've been signed. So the first one was... Mitch McLenahan, the Kiwi, who doesn't play D20s for New Zealand. So oh, can, in a country that's not, not really renowned for having depth of cricketers, why would you ever sign this bloke? I've got no the idea. Weird, the weird thing with him is they actually did a bit of analysis on him. And when he opens the bowling, like his first two overs yeah. aren't bad. And then they bring one at the death and he goes to like 15 and over. Yeah, so like if they just bowled him four at the start, they reckon he'd be all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You've just got to find someone to bowl to death. Yeah. yeah. So um, he, he, he went for the most runs ever in a BBL season, conceded the most runs ever in a BBL wow. season. Did he? Only <laughs> a few hours later to be, <laughs> to be overtaken by Mixman, just another T20 jipper with a funny run-up, Time Will Mills. <laughs> oh, 
he can't say that about him. He can't say that about him. He's just, he's just trying to fucking make his way in the world. Oh, trying to make his way in the world. 300 grand a year. Yeah, just making your way. Oh, I wish on, I remembered who that prick was from Twitter. I'd uh, give it to him right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yes. So there are two nominations. The other Is nominations are uh, yeah. Luke Wright, yes. Yeah. He was oh so wrong. In Did you see um, Luke Wright? <laughs> Luke, so the whole thing came out that Luke Wright wouldn't be at the Stars next year, so everyone thought he was retiring and they were sending him tweets saying, oh, you know, great big bass career, I'm son. And, and he like writes a tweet about an hour later, just to be clear, I'm still available for selection if another club Ooh. wants me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so real sort Shipping of... himself around. Please pick me, please yeah. pick me. Yeah. He's going to have a gun for high mercenary yeah. type. Hey? Ah, uh, that's funny, yes. Yeah. yeah. And the other nomination was KP. Yeah, fuck that cunt. Stiff. Thought he batted okay yesterday. That'll get him over the line. He had the two good innings. The thing about KP, but is just, it's all, it's the whole fucking package. If you just play cricket and didn't put a mic on him, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't care. Save rhinos. Do whatever you want. Stop putting him in the fucking commentary box. I like to watch my TV with the sound on. Like, it's like, it's, you, think, you think Andy Marr's bad? Nah, KP's worse than Andy Marr. Worse than Bira, Rob. Because wow. KP spends the whole time trying to adhere himself and make the Australian public fall in love with him. Mm. No one fucking likes you, cunt. Go away. There is that great line out of Super Trooper as well. Desperation is a stinky colour. Yes. I just have a question. I have a question, Ross. So the Jay Dernbuck medal is for the worst overseas player. Does KP still count as an overseas player? He's been here fucking long enough. Surely he's got citizenship. <laughs> oh, that's the Bother argument. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask, Ross, with these names that have been nominated, no one can win Bach-to-Bach Jane Durbin. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, King it cannot go in where, where people have gone before and go Bach-to-Bach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so your car I'm, was in such poor form, he didn't even come back. Yeah. For those nominations, I've... Um, I've picked out my choice is Timel Mills. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Timel it is. Just another T20 jipper with a funny runner. Just trying to make his way in the world. <laughs> 300, pound, 300 grand a pound a year. Yeah. Also, just for our Pommy listeners, because uh, for some reason we have a couple, yeah. um, <laughs> the Andrew Johns medal is for the worst player in the Big Bash. And yeah. why? And Andrew Johns is a rugby league player who got a game for New South Wales when the uh, early incarnations of the T20 stuff had started yeah. and stunk it up, so now we've named a medal after him. Yeah. And I think it's probably from that... The way Australia looked at T20 that early on is probably why we're still we suck shit at, at T20. Because yeah. <laughs> we were like, this is a massive joke. Let's wear yeah. nicknames on our back, wear wigs when we play. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only, yeah like the only state that kind of took it off serious is Victoria, and that's why they won like three in a row. Okay. And, and they went to the BBL and split our team essentially in half. Yeah, and the Melbourne team hasn't won it. been the same since. Oh, the big one coming up now, Ross. Yes, now it's time for the Cameron Borges medal. Oh, the best player. The Borgie. The Borgie. Who's taking home Cam? This is whatever I wants to win too, This is Australia's night of night. When we go down to the Watsonia RSL and give out the Cam Borges, (laughs) that is the night of night. Coincidentally, that's I bought a table for 20 for 15 (laughs) grand at the Watsonia RSL. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so clearly, Ross, I've got an nomination and... Mine would be Darcy Short for the Borgie, for yeah. the Cam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've got a nomination of um, Alex Carey. Yeah, yes. one. yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. And I think just for argument's sake, uh, maybe we should include Ashton Turner over Drive. 
Oh yes, he was good. Uh, I'm abstaining from nominating. Is that because you haven't watched any games? I haven't watched yeah. a game. Yeah. Haven't had access to a Do you have a nomination at all? No, it's all. Nah, no I don't really have a nomination because like, I would have said Alex Carey as well. Would you? Yeah. Well, then well, you're the tiebreaker, mate. Well, I'm going to yeah. say Darcy Short for the cam for me. He's made yeah. 550 runs, including yeah. 102 90s. He had three tons. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm agreeing with Darcy Short there. Yeah, the only reason I say Carey is the keeping factor because he's taken some fucking great yeah, catches. Yeah, that's true also. But oh. I won't be swayed. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, Darcy Short, Darcy it is. Short he it joins is. illustrious company there. Who was last year? Uh, Chris Lynn. Oh, was Lynn it? Sanity. Yes, it was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lynn Sanity. We'll have to put yep. uh, something on our website if it still exists. So I just, I don't think, I don't have any nominations for the uh, Hall of Fame. Mm. And um, well, KP, retiring? The podcast Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, Hoggy and Hoggy are already in there. There's Who's um, in there? Hoggy and Hodgie. They're both yep. in there already. Okay, and... hey. Nah, fuck off. <laughs> no. Unless <laughs> you want to put Johan Botha in there. I'll put a rhinoceros in there then, KP. Did, did oh. you hear Ross? Well, I guess next you want to put Johan Botha in there. <laughs> <laughs> what about, yeah. uh, what about uh, Shane Watson? Oh, oh, well, that's a good oh, nomination, actually. What a... I've got a nom. I've got what a, a, what a, a Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a good Maxi one. Maxi Klinger, yeah, yeah. Oh, good uh, nominations. Well, considering he played maybe two games, I hear. Chiron Pollard. <laughs> Chiron Pollard. You, know, you could do a lot as an overseas oh, to impress me. Is that what you're bringing? Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I was going to... Do, I was going to nominate... Um, names I know. Trent I was gonna, Yeah, I was going to nominate James Faulkner, but then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. um... He could join illustrious companies such as Messrs. Hogg and Hodge, and also the the famous <laughs> Mudguts himself. Uh, what Smith. was his name? The big guy, the power line worker from Fitz WA. Smith. Oh, fucking, um, what was his name? The guy from WA that then went to the Strikers. Oh, Simmons? Yeah, big Craig Simmons. Oh, how did he get in there? Yes, yes, uh, Craig Simmons. That yeah, was him, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yep. Is he yep. in the Hall of Fame? Is he Shane? In yeah. all big like 11. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's in that Hall of Fame. Yeah. I think, the uh, services to BBL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shane Watson has to be the next one to go. Yeah, I think yeah, so. What a, so we well, serious I, I think Klinger and Watson are happy oh, to take Shane. those nominations. I'm and do we have any... He's got to go. He'll never play another BBL. <laughs> he's got to go. Either. Simmons is in, he's got to go. What about... Um, I might nominate Eddie Maguire for services off the field administrator. <laughs> no, that no. Purely playing. This is a uh, this is Hall of Fame, not life membership. Oh, Maybe should back up a life membership. I actually have a serious nomination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My man uh, Ben Rora. Ben Rora, 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 Rora. He's played at nearly every team. Yeah. He's been around. He's got great hair. That's true. And no one can pronounce his last name. So that gives him one point. Who's this? Ben Rora. Ben Rahora. I love the same joke with twice. He wasn't listening. Uh, Alright. Oh, so we've got any Hall of Fames going in? Are we confirmed ins? We have to vote then, don't we, now? I think what okay. I'll say Watson. It's just too serious for me. <laughs> My man Trent. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one for Klinger. Oh, what oh it is. What oh, is it? <laughs> Alright. What it is? If 
very good. I'd like to see him play more, but that's all right. We'll go early elevation on him. So are we going to elevate any of our Hall of Famers to legend status? What? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Oh, you're going to vote, don't you, Dad? Sure. And, and any of those... Are we going to elevate any of those legends to immortals? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Craig Simmons will be the first immortal. Yeah. Bar, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Why not? You haven't voted for Hodgie to be a legend. I thought he went in as a legend straight away. Well, straight. Oh, well, he, immortal, might have, he might have got inducted straight as an immortal. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Very confusing. What comes after immortal? Like, are you a titan? Yeah, a Thor. titan of BBM? No, you're, you're, called a, you're called a bash. Just a bash. <laughs> You yeah, get the letters bash after your name. I think it's um, popcorn chicken level, I think. Yeah. So just a, just as a recap, <laughs> you had to Andrew wear a Colonel bucket on you. Andrew Johnson medal went to Ben Dunk. Yep. Yep. Jade Durback, Tyrell Mills. Yep. And the Cam, and the, the Cam, big one, went to Darcy, Darcy Short. Short. Yeah. Darcy Short, the Cam Borges. Mm. Yeah, very good. Uh, much better way to do it than last year's system. Yeah. yeah I didn't anyway. have to watch 45 games a day. <laughs> I know. That, that yes. was painful. Yeah. Oh, it was intense. So I'll give it that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We move on now to the Under-19 World Cup. Mm. Lloyd Pope, I believe, <laughs> has been doing some work there. JP2, as I call him. The ringer from Down Under. <laughs> uh, now, I believe Mick Guy featured him on our social medias back on December you, the 22nd. You did. You got on him really, really, really early. Mm. With you his... finally... Sorry. With his six head in all its yes. glory on our Facebook page. He, to uh, to match his six head, he took an eight far. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Eight for what was it, Ross? Uh, 35 or something. Oh, smacked. 30. Did he get dropped the next game? That's yuck. Yeah, England capitulated like a bunch of bitches. Yeah, that was poor. poor yeah, poor, so poor. what did Australia only make like 120 or something? Yeah, like? and yeah. bowled him out for like under 100. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that Pope guy can bowl a good wrong one. Very yeah. well disguised wrong one. Weren't those dirty pommy soap dodging bastards like none for 50 or something? Something like for, that, yeah. yeah. One yeah. bloke made 57, I think, yeah, in yeah, That was the skipper, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Is it Boyd the skipper? I don't know. But can one of you two confirm yes. whether they were playing off for 15th spot? Uh, 12th spot or 9th spot I, I think I think they were playing I think they were playing for the Dean War Shield which is <laughs> I think it's 18th it's position yeah. Dean War Shield <laughs> or the uh... just I said before it was Jason Sanger at first slip the captain yes. yeah. who caught um, three beauties oh. off Lloyd Pope three like they would be classed as Benson and Hedges sorry for the yeah. uh, cigarette reference classic catch Nando's yeah, mm. Nando's reference, sorry. Yeah, they mm. would have been, like, Hall of Fame Benson. Yeah, Ham and Cheese took some good catches. <laughs> 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 I made that to the list. <laughs> okay. I, uh, surprisingly, Ross, today I watched mm. the uh, England-Bangladesh playoff for seven I watched some of that as well. You boring um, I think it is, well, I'm going to say Rahid for Bangladesh, a leg spinner, who would be... Probably one foot taller than the height of the stumps. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see him. I saw the skipper bowling a fifth or something. Isn't Not that? sure if he's like one of those... Uh, Short fellas? Afridi-style guys that you know started playing when he was 12 or whether he was actually an under-19s player. Yeah. But very, looked very <laughs> short uh, compared to the two English uh, number two and number three yeah. bats who were probably about six foot, I reckon. Did you have the sound on while you're watching it? Yes. How was the keeper? 
Uh, one, every, one, one. Uh, anytime anything happens, like this high pitched squealing. One, one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah it's so painful. <laughs> but uh, it turns out England lost that match. Yeah. They, were, they were cruising and their skipper was banging them everywhere yeah. when I was watching. Turned it off to watch the movie because yeah. it got boring. Because uh, I'm a huge uh, pundit of cricket and all that mm. sort of thing. Uh, but they, were, they got done quite so easily. I was watching it when the wheels were falling off. So I, I watched. Much like this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> do you know who the under-19 Bangladesh coach is, Ross? Um, ooh, Jamie Siddons. Stuart. No. Former Tasmanian Victorian Dino. medium pacer. Colin Miller. Damien Wright. Oh, oh wow. Big wrongy. Yeah. So right it's wrong. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, he, yeah, he was there in a very snug pink... Faded off-field oh, number. The hurricane sucked him once, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he was doing the... Uh, he got the bangers under 19 shot. But they get on right too, by the yeah. sense of things. Yeah, I think they won 17 spots. So yeah, yeah. The Afghans fucking... So I think they need to rename it from the under-19 World Cup to the under-19 participation Everyone ribbon trophy tournament. <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew that they'd brought in rules of junior cricket where, like, you don't keep score and yeah. you know, no one's out and yeah. everyone just bats a couple of them. Uh, but back, I thought that stopped at under 10s. I didn't yeah. realise it went all the way to under 19. Yeah, and like, international level. Yeah. yeah. I get the theory, the theory behind it, because we were discussing this this morning off air, and... Um, the theory is that there's 40, 48 games in a tournament. Everyone gets to play five games. Yep. So everyone gets exposure to yep. different nations and different bowling yep. and rah, rah, rah. But it's just, it's very, very participation. You want exposure? Yeah. Fuck, win some games. Yeah, well, that's true. I've yes, got a theory also on this. Mm. It's exposing young cricketers to the, the fantastic art of playing a dead rubber. Yes. Which is hugely uh, important in international cricket, playing some dead rubbers. I did like, I was watching a game the other day, and the um, commentator was of the opinion the reason they did it this way was... So they get used to playing in front of the big crowds and things oh, like yeah. that. And then yeah. they scanned the New Zealand landscape where this was being held. The and there dead was, grass? And there was dead grass and a bloke. And his dog wasn't even with him. His dog was like 100 metres away. And, and that prick, was all that was fucking there. One prick passed out for the night before. Uh, <laughs> it literally, like, it was the hills were brown. It looked like it was being played in yes. Outback Alice Springs. Yes, I yeah. don't understand that. Like, yeah. I don't understand weather patterns around the world. I can't say I'm a meteorologist, but I'm no Jane Bunn. No, you certainly not. I thought it rained a lot in New Zealand, and yeah. also I thought they had sprinklers. Yeah. They definitely have it on the oval. Just yeah. chuck it up on the hill. Yeah, so the hills are like just dead desert. grass. I don't know whether it was like that drought-resistant stuff that goes yellow or whatever, no, but it just summer, looked weird. It looks weird. It's because the crowd was massive. Everyone's getting pissed. Oh, trampling it. Oh, yeah. Dogs there. The 120 dogs pissing on the piece of grass. Disgusting. Yeah, I, I saw it. That, it was great. I was watching it. They went to the crowd, which was, uh, let's say, two hefty people sitting in camp. How hefty? Camp chair, fairly hefty. Okay. Um, uh, one of them was holding a, you know, one of those uh, umbrellas you put in the middle of a table? And yes. Like a pub yep. and beer and one of them was yep. holding that. Oh, wow. A massive umbrella next to their chair. And the other person was semi falling asleep on their elbow on the hill. So it was. You know, playing in front of big crowds. Kind of yeah. Mm. Well, they were putting the big in big crowd, those yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke I should have used. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why he's an entertainer and you're not. What are we doing next, Ross? Okay, mate. <laughs> yes. So, have a quick look now at um, international <laughs> cricket. 
Um, can I just say that Dean Elgar had a good look at one and it smashed him right in the face. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Did you see that replay? Yeah. Yeah, just come hell. forward on the front hoof. Yeah, straight, <laughs> nearly went in between his grill and his peak, I reckon. They did, um, obviously that game was sort of delayed because of the uh, improper pitch or a dangerous pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got on the next day. Unfit up, for Unfit play. for play. So they got on the next day after yep. having done no repair work whatsoever. Yep. And it was pitch. fit for play. Fit for play, said yeah. the two captains, <laughs> yeah. the two umpires, and the match referee. Yep. Who Did they hand over a team sheet halfway through for the second Yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh, they did. And um, so Dean Elgar made a fine 86 not out, I think, something like that. The only bloke for South Africa to carry his bat twice through two completed cricket oh. innings. Oh, okay. Yep. In the so, same test? No, no, no. But. No. Um, just in general? Just in general. Really? Oh, no, it might be in the same test. Sorry, I think it is the same test. You're right. Yeah. I was going to say, anyway, I thought, well, I So, they've done all that. Um, there was a massive collapse. India won. Uh, straight arm bum rah, boulder eyes. So, they would have played in a few dead rubbers in number 19. So yeah, well, well, speaking of dead, yes. they brought up the uh, Phil Hughes accident after the game. Speaking of... And they said, we could have had another incident like we saw in Australia with Phil Hughes. Just like, you don't need to bring that up. Well, yeah. well, well just a sec. Sean Abbott plays for India now. Yeah, well, just reached citizenship. Oh. So now he's eligible. To oh. he's, um, he's followed the Bumbra method of straight up <laughs> fist bowling. Is so. that Dr. Weir's bowling action oh. you've ever seen in your life? He's maybe Paul Adams, but, but that's oh, yeah. up there. Fast but back fast. to what you're saying, that does seem in poor taste. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just, just leave it out, out mate. Yeah, like you, like, you can't make jokes about that. No, stuff. Or people no, could no. be injured or dead. Oh, mm. calm down. And also, the pitch was in Sydney, correct? Would have been the flattest, best yeah. pitch ever. That was just it's, bad. You it's, can't, bad. it's not comparing bad pitches to bad pitches. Mm. You've got an incident like that. Well, so do you think this South African pitch, and this is me being serious, do you think it's a res- direct result of what they saw in Australia with like the MCG getting marked poor because there wasn't enough in it? And they've gone too far the other way, trying to make it deteriorate and it's deteriorating well, too much. Well, it's hard to say because we don't know what sort of weather they had. Yeah. Did they have enough time to get it prepared, yeah. that sort yeah. of thing. So it's hard to make a comment, but it could be. Or could it be that their ground staff didn't ride the roller in a suit? Well, that could be the one with mm, a suit socks and, on. A suit, yeah. boot, and, and, and Frederick Carroll socks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say... Being serious, <laughs> the good joke that you said there. <laughs> I didn't do enough cross. They've had a lot of trouble with pitches and rain in the times that they play tests in South, uh, okay. South Africa recently. I would expect, without doing any research whatsoever, that it probably has something to do with the weather they've had or proceeding the to that, the test. The fact that Indians are fucking cowards on green pitches, so they just went, fuck it, let's just prepare. Well, the word is, is that from like two days out, the, the difference between the pitch and the outfield. Was, was not much. Yeah. And that's the reason they went with the five seamers South yeah, Africa. They didn't not. pick a spinner. They, pre- they brought in another young um, African chap with a tan and he played. And so it was him and Rabada and Morkel and Stain and Big Fat Vernon all played. Big Fat Vernon, he's going right. He, he is going right, Big Fat Vernon. He does enjoy bowling at home. I did see an interesting tweet from. Is it Darren Berry, maybe? Just around... Because Vernon doesn't bowl that quick. Yeah. And he said something like, well, you know, why do we need to bowl 145? Why can't we just pick Chad Sayers? Because Vernon does a good job yeah. in South Africa. So, 
Go nuts. You look like you really want to fucking... Oh, Chad says he isn't fat enough. Oh, no, <laughs> he's not. He's actually quite fit. Yeah. That is a good call. If you're going to bowl military mediums, you may as well... I'll go, back to the tweet. I'll go back to the tweet I put out the other day on our account. Maybe he's just not that good. She does real deep dive international cricket, mm. Ross. Yeah, it was very good. I've got the now time oh, for... Oh, Pakistan are terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, against New Zealand. Yep. Okay, yep. Yeah. Good, good for them. Uh, <laughs> well done, well done them. Okay, 